Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Was the concept of, like, just getting off your phone and seeing if it could help your mental health i mean like people say it all the time but actually trying it out for yourself was like a once in a lifetime experience that i felt like i had i had to do like 100 percent well we've all been pushed around hello and welcome to it's complicated with tanya goodin the podcast that helps you untangle your relationship with your phone Cause we've all been pushed around. This is a podcast about learning to live healthily and happily with technology and the digital world. And about understanding why sometimes that's so hard to do. Because in learning how to step away from our phones more, we're actually learning how to focus more on our relationships, our work and our health. Leaving us happier, healthier and with hours more time in our day. I'm your host, Tanya Gooden, author and founder of digital wellbeing movement Time to Log Off. Each week, I'll be asking a new guest what they've learnt about themselves from the relationship they have with the tiny tyrant in their pocket, their smartphone. So, welcome to Series 5 of It's Complicated. And for the very first episode in Series 5, I am speaking to Love Island's Amy Hart and YouTuber Mimi Misfit. And the reason I'm speaking to them both together is they've just taken part in this incredible programme, actually, where they took seven teenagers on a week-long digital detox to Scotland to explore how doing a digital detox could help those teens, essentially with their mental health. So it's a series that's currently running on BBC iPlayer. It's called Mimi on a Mission Digital Detox. And Mimi was with the kids for the whole week and Amy came and visited them for one of the days. And I really wanted to chat to the two of them about why they got involved in a series about digital detox, what they'd learned about themselves and their own tech habits as a result of doing it, because obviously they had to be without their tech when they were with the teens. And then we had a kind of wider ranging chat about their both of their relationships with social media. So obviously Mimi's a YouTuber 
and Amy's had the experience of going into Love Island before she went in with a kind of normal, in inverted quotes, relationship with social media, coming out with millions of followers and how she's dealt with that. And Amy's also been really honest in the past about the kind of trolling that she's experienced on social media. So I really wanted to talk a little bit to both of them about that and how they both deal with it. So it was a great chat. They actually had lots of really practical bits of advice about how to deal with some of the negative aspects of social media. But we also talked a bit about how they're both using their platforms positively to raise awareness of things that are really important to them. So I absolutely loved talking to both of them and I think you're really going to enjoy listening. So Mimi and Amy... Hello, welcome. To Hello. It is complicated. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Amy, as well, for your patience. It's more complicated than most, this podcast recording, because we've got two of you, we've got well, three of us all in different locations recording remotely. So we've had a few tech gremlins, but we're now all ready to go. I feel as though... I know the two of you so well because I actually just binge watched the whole of your iPlayer series over the last few days, which is why I wanted, really wanted to talk to the two of you. I absolutely loved it, I have to say. And what I really loved was how much it obviously meant to the two of you at different points in the series. I could see how moving it was, actually, the experience that these teens had. So I just wanted to kick off by asking both of you, kind of what was the inspiration for getting involved in a series about taking kids off their phones and throwing them up a Scottish mountain for a week? Mimi, maybe start with you. Why um, did you want me, to do this? for me, it was more like definitely something that I said I would never, ever do. Like camping? Me? No way. So it was it was as much as a challenge for me <laughs> as, as it was for the teens as well. And it was the concept of like just getting off your phone and seeing if it could help your mental health I mean like people say it all the time but actually like trying it out for yourself was like a once in a lifetime experience that I felt like I had I had to do like 100% and never been to Scotland never been camping never been off my phone probably more than (laughs) more than a couple hours at a time so it was definitely a new experience that I wanted to try out just to see if it actually would help and I'm pretty sure as you could see from from the show that it definitely was a big a big help for a lot of us on the show. And what about you, Amy? Was it kind of similar for you? Yeah, I mean, so I have grown up in like a big theatre company where like you start when you're eight and then you move to the adult company when you're 16. So I've always had a lot of young people in my life, that makes sense. Yeah. So I love working with young people and I love like getting to know them and like just being sort of like a big sister who can be there to sort of help them. So when I heard about this, I was like, oh, my God, I'd love to get involved. And I actually love not having my phone. And the thing is, when I I have to have it all the time for work, so the fact that I can do these things where I have it taken away from me is just amazing. It was kind of like I thought I'm a celebrity for teens. And yeah. the bit I have to ask the two of you is, did you both use that loo <laughs> in the woods? Because... <laughs> That was the bit of the programme that when I saw it, I thought, actually, do you know what? Not using a phone, I think, would be okay, but I'm not sure I could use that. No, literally, <laughs> yeah, literally. That you had to dig the one in the thing woods. I said, I would definitely do the experience again, but that toilet, mm-mm, no way. I did not use the toilet. <laughs> Campus cramp is a real thing. <laughs> no. Not to die. We've got little 
exclude like a little time to log off just, exclusive just a little one, one little <laughs> on the side <laughs> <laughs> fantastic <laughs> so obviously this podcast is all about our relationship with tech and the digital world both of you have got you know what seems like from the outside quite kind of straightforward relationships in the digital world so Mimi mm-hmm. you you started out as a youtuber Amy you know, I'm assuming before you went on Love Island, you kind of, you know, were using social media, but, you know, obviously didn't have mm-hmm. the type of following. Yeah, it wasn't that a job, yeah. Yeah. So tell me, maybe start with you, Amy. What, what's your relationship with tech and the digital world been like over the last few years? Obviously, there's the pre-Love Island and the post-Love Island, isn't there? I guess that's a big difference, those yeah. two. Yeah. So pre-Love Island, when I decided to apply for Love Island, I was like, I need to get my Instagram looking really good because... When they get my application, they will go and look at my profile. So, you know, I've got to have it looking really nice. I've since found out that's not a thing at all. So all oh. those trips to London with eight different outfits <laughs> in my bag were all for nothing. So basically, I was enjoying going out, creating content, you know, going to different places on Instagram, uploading them. And then when I came out of Love Island, I hate... It's really hard. I used to say, and I hold my hands up, and I think I said it on telly, I think I said it on Love Island, being an influencer (laughs) isn't a real job. And now I know (laughs) that it really, really is a real job and a hard job. And I hate it when um, there was a thing on my local Facebook page the other day. They shared an article about influencers that live in Sussex and do you follow them? And the comments on it were like, no, why the hell do I want to follow people I don't know? I hope that my kids never grow up to do this, like, you know, pouting into the camera for what? And I just went mad because I was like, actually, like, it's really hard work. You have to put a lot of thought into creating your content. Mm-hmm. You have to work to deadlines, work to briefs and stuff. But then also, you say, for what? Like, you get to travel the world and you get to take your friends with you and you get to do these amazing experiences and stuff. So now, as much as it's my job and it does come with sort of the pitfalls of any job, like other jobs, mm-hmm. it comes with amazing sure. perks as well. And do you find, you know, now you're an influencer? I'm using I'm using my fingers <laughs> around the word influencer. Yeah, um, I'm really not. I'm a rubbish influencer. <laughs> but do you, is it harder now to disconnect than it was before when social media was just, you know, something you did for fun, it was part of your life, but it wasn't your job? Oh, 100%. Like, it's so hard. And you say, I don't care, I don't care. But at the end of the day, because it is your job. So, for instance, like, you put a picture up, and it doesn't get that many likes. As a 28-year-old woman who probably should care more about things than care about things more than Instagram, you're like, hasn't got enough likes, needs to delete it and repost it a different day because that your engagement's got to stay up. That makes sense. So it is yeah, quite stressful, yeah. I find. And also you've got the flip side, obviously, which is I don't... I feel like I'm going about it all the time at the moment, but it's just because it, it keeps coming up. And that is, of course, like the trolling side of things. Mm. And... I did a post the other day because mm-hmm. it was World Mental Health Day. Just about, you know, like, I don't need to know your opinions. I had two sisters the other day because I don't sleep much. At night. I'm quite a bit of an insomniac. I think it comes from my cabin crew days. And I just scrolled into my Instagram and on my comment section, the top one was, no, I don't agree. Look, I'll go and find some more or something. And it was two sisters having sort of an argument in my comments because one of them had said, oh, she's actually pretty now. And the other one was like, no, she's not. It's makeup. The other oh. one was like, no, I think she, she like she's had loads of work done since Love Island. And then the other one went through and found lots of different pictures of me with no makeup on. 
from lockdown and was tagging her sister being like no look she is still really ugly oh amy God. and i'm like i don't need to know that like just mm-hmm. private message each other do you know what I mean you live in the same house yeah I, I one of the most shocking things actually from the series was the quote from you amy i can't i'm, I'm not going to repeat it but right at the beginning yeah. where you, you read out something that you got in one of yeah. your dms and then you said and that was at 10 o'clock in the morning and i just thought gosh how do you deal with that Mimi you what what's your kind of relationship like yeah it's 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 a really interesting one because like if I'm being honest with you just like even growing up like technology and just being online it was never as heavy as it is now like we had like one or two apps that we went on MySpace AOL if I was lucky like we didn't have as much things as we had God, you can't be old enough oh to know God, MySpace. Oh my God, I know MySpace. Like, <laughs> yeah. MySpace was a place. <laughs> Amy, you know MySpace, oh my right? Oh, God. <laughs> and Bebo. Yeah, and Bebo. Yeah, so oh that was... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I thought you were both far yeah, too young. To Those were the that. places that, like, after school, you know, you would go go home with your friends and, like, go on your MySpace or your Bebo. So it is an environment that, like, was fun to us. And that's what we really didn't want to push on the show that like, oh, social media is this bad, negative place. No, there's, it's definitely a way to yeah, like, even, yeah. gosh, during lockdown, like it's been a way that people have been like connecting and staying like um, in communication with their families and friends. However, we did want to touch on that. There is this whole other side to it that can be a lot. And I feel like definitely now being a, in quotation marks, influencer, it's so hard because <laughs> you, you have to stay alert. You have to always be online. You have to be posting. You have to do all these things. But with conversations around mental health being linked to social media, I feel like, if I'm being honest, it's, yeah. allowed, it's allowed it to be a bit more easier for me to just log off. Because I can say, guys, I need time for myself. Guys, it's getting a bit heavy. I just need to... Do you know what I mean? Whereas before, I wouldn't even... It's more mm. acceptable yeah, it's now more because acceptable, people isn't are it? Yeah. speaking so openly about, you know taking a digital detox and just like stepping away for your own mental health because it, it definitely can be a lot like I love what I do like I absolutely love it like what Amy said you get to like travel and just experience like different things but for your own mental health it it can be quite draining so it, it's just it's just that balance of knowing when when you can, you need to switch off if that makes sense yeah Mm-hmm. So you took these seven teens, you took them up a mountain <laughs> and down a mountain <laughs> in Scotland. I mean, they were such a yeah. different bunch. That was what was really interesting for me watching the series, because you had one girl who didn't have a phone Gen at all, Z, or didn't yeah. have social media, did she? And then there was the gamer, yeah. the girl that was the gamer that was gaming. What was kind of the biggest surprise for the two of you of how they coped with that week? Because that's quite a big ask for them. To spend a week I'm, completely yeah. without their phones, isn't it? I mean, I wasn't there for the whole week, obviously, and I wish I'd sort of had. I would have loved to have done the whole week. I cried my eyes out when I left. But I think for me, so Elise and Kevin are from yeah. absolute opposite <laughs> ends of the social spectrum, right? Yeah, yeah. If they were in a high school together, yeah. they would never yeah. ever speak to each other, right? The fact that Kevin like mm-hmm. took Elise under his wing and just looked after her all week and was like her big brother mm-hmm. and they became so close and like Max and mm-hmm. Tyler as well yeah, they were. were really close weren't they and they probably mm-hmm. wouldn't have been if they'd been at school together like and it was those friendships that wouldn't have happened anywhere mm-hmm. else no yeah yeah the relationship mm-hmm. aspect was really interesting actually that they 
I can't remember which one of them said something about, you know, well, even if we were outdoors yeah. normally, we wouldn't be talking to each other. We'd have no, our faces in our phones. So and I thought, and, actually, and they really yeah. talked to each other, didn't they? Yeah. And like Kevin said, when I was there, you know, we wouldn't all yeah. be as close as we are if we'd had Because people even ask yeah. me, like, people go, oh, my God, you spent a day with Amy and a day with Jack and a day a day with Joe. Like, people literally, like, ask me, like, how was that? And, like, normally you say, oh, yeah, I saw them for a few hours. And it, no, we literally, like, the hours that we had together, there was no phones. <sighs> so we literally, do you know what I mean? Like, normally when you have your phone, mm. you can say, oh, I spent an hour with someone, but really you probably spoke for, like, 15 minutes because it's, like, you have your phone and you're on your phone, you're making calls or you're yeah. talking, but we literally, all we yeah. did, Amy, right, is sit around the campfire and just literally talk. Like, we all just spoke, spoke to each other throughout the yeah. whole night and bless Amy, like, Amy really got emotionally, like, she was emotionally invested in everyone's story. So she really cried her eyes out when she was leaving. Like, it was actually, like, quite emotional to see, like, how in just the space of one day, she was so, mm. like, connected to everyone. And I really feel like it's because we didn't have our phones and no one was like snapping the moments. It was just real life. Like yeah. it does make such a big difference. Yeah. I was just going to say like mm. all of the stories really made me sad, but the one, like all my friends that have watched it, all my friends and family yeah, I, are like, yeah. Oh my God, Maddie. Mm. Oh my God. I'm crying out Maddie. Me. The worst yeah. one for me was Tyler because he just is the mm. most amazing mm. young man ever. And the fact that he gets bullied because he's short. And yeah. then they showed that on the TV show that he was telling me about that. And I just, like, he doesn't, like, none of them deserve any of it. But just Tyler mm-hmm. is just the most fabulous child ever. Mm. He was the one that said he came home from school yeah. and went up to his bedroom and cried, yeah. didn't he? And didn't tell yeah. his parents what was going on because he was and being I, bullied. crazy. But what about for the, the two of you being off your phones? For I mean, Mimi, you were a whole week. Amy, you were the Amy was day. excited to give up her phone. You know, she was excited. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. I love it. When I go, look, so my friends are all still crew, obviously, for British Airways. Mm -hmm. And when I go away on trips with them, I tend to tell my agent, like, anything urgent, like, text whoever I'm with and tell them to get my, like, tell them to tell me to get my phone. I lock my phone in the safe when we go out on, like, boat trips and stuff. Mm -hmm. Because I just love having a couple of those off. What and we're actually mean? going away. It, 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 it was challenging. Like, I, I won't lie. It was challenging. Like, there was, in fact, I think on the third day when I got a little bit emotional, like, kind of off camera, the, the crew pulled me aside and they were like, look, Mimi, like, we, we're going to make it open if you want to do this. Like, if you are really, really struggling, like, you can have your phone back and, like, you know, call call a family member, call a friend or something. And we can, like, be really honest and, like, vlog it and, sh- like, show everyone that this is what had to happen. But I was like, no, you know, I didn't want to... I still didn't even want to have it, even in my moments of, like, feeling a little bit down. Just because, like, I did think emotionally that was the bit that was keeping me, like obey the fact that like I, I I wasn't connected to like everything else and what was going on in the world like I feel like it would have been almost too much when you're adding your own issues with whatever you're going through and then adding like social media and is how's my engagement going and it's been a week and I haven't posted like adding that on top of what I was yeah. really feeling would have felt too much and it re- that's what that's what really showed me that whoa Mimi you needed you needed detox as much as you can wherever you feel like it's a bit heavy because even when I was given the opportunity to have my phone back I still didn't want it back it was it's actually insane <laughs> it was I think it was day three that some of the boys grabbed the box the padlock box and tried to break into it and it took to get their phones back I was laughing when I looked at that um so do you think I mean it's interesting because right at the end of the series I actually showed mm-hmm. 
the changes the various teams had made. And I was really struck because they said, you know, this is a three-month follow-up because I thought, oh, well, it's not going to be a really big yeah. deal if you just follow it up after a couple of weeks. But all of the families said they'd noticed mm-hmm. a difference. I was wondering about you two. Do you think you've had any kind of lasting impact or do you feel like you're doing something differently with tech as a result of that experience with the teams? Um, I try and go on it less, but it's just, it's really difficult when it's there. I mean, we're going away um, at the end of October, me and mum and my best friend. My mum's like, maybe we'll, maybe we'll do digital detox and only one of us will take our phone out every day just for emergencies and to use like, Uber and stuff. And we won't take our phones the rest of the time. Yeah, when I came back, one of the things that I was saying, um, even when, when I was in Scotland, is that ping noise, like the ping of just hearing hearing the ping on my phone, used to give me anxiety <laughs> sometimes when I just was constantly hearing that ping. So I've actually turned off all my notifications, which I guess a lot of bloggers or influencers say that they do that, but I actually never did that before. And mine's been turned off now since since I was in Scotland and it's still turned off. So that's definitely a big, a big jump for me because now I only go on those apps if like I kind of not if I need to but like when I'm when I'm called to do it do you know what I mean whereas before they would be calling me because I'd be hearing the pins and jumping on and that's been turned off since October since I went so that's definitely Mm -hmm. a big change but again don't get me wrong social media is like pretty much my life like I work on there I socialize on there it's it's created amazing opportunities for me so it's never something that I would slander but it's just getting that balance right that has been the real struggle yeah And now a message from our sponsor, the Time to Log Off Academy. As Karen Carpenter almost said, logging off is hard to do, particularly during a pandemic. Before we know it, our screens become our masters rather than our servants. And we find ourselves mindlessly scrolling through our phones, obsessively chasing likes on social media, or endlessly checking our work email on the weekends. If any of this sounds familiar, some digital healing may be in order. The experts at the Time to Log Off Academy can help you see which areas of your life are suffering due to screen dependency. They'll guide you through workable solutions so you can build a healthier, happier relationship with your screens and spend more time with pets, people and Mother Nature. The Academy's convenient online courses are available now and fans of It's Complicated can save with a strictly limited pandemic offer. To get 25% off your digital well-being course, visit academy.itstimetologoff.com today and use the code NOW25 while this offer lasts. As you said, we just had World Mental Health Day. I think, Amy, you mentioned it because you did a post about it. Um, I think I was really struck listening to all of the teens on the programme talking about mental health and a lot of them talking about how, you know, they've struggled at their age to deal with some of the negatives around social media. So what do you both do? You know, because you're very much in the firing line. You know, you're, you're public figures. You've got, you know, high profiles and followings. What do you do to make sure that you get a good balance I mean Amy how do you cope with all that trolling I mean I just I think I've had two really bad messages over the last 10 years and I still remember those and I still feel you know upset about them so I just don't know how you deal with it what what do you how do you cope I don't know it's really difficult like everyone goes you know I'm an adult I can deal with it but these teenagers can't and stuff but like I remember a lot of what what's said and you know you just think why are you being so nasty and what I find weird is people like 
mums with kids who troll you. I'm like, do you go to dinner parties and tell people that you've trolled me? Like, mm. I'm confused. You've got a life. Like, why are you doing this? And you said one of the one of the messages you read out, you said that was a year seven girl. And I thought, I mean, that's yeah. 11 for anyone who doesn't know. That that really shocked me as well. Do you know what? It goes from 11, but then also, yeah, you get like nans, like people, like, <laughs> no, like people who've got really? grandchildren. And I think if my nan was online trolling people, I'd be like, nanny, get a life. Oh. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. What about you, Mimi? Have you had bad experiences, or do you have a different kind of audience because you no, started for as sure. a YouTuber? I think it's, it, it definitely is. For some reason, it's a lot in the beauty and the fashion world where trolling and stuff like happens. Because like online, when I'm doing YouTube stuff, it's more like just fun vloggy style content whereas on Instagram it's all about like a mainly beauty base and I feel like that's when people have a lot to say about your your image or like your body so I get I get stuff all the time about like my weight my weight fluctuates all the time and like at first me and my brothers and sisters used to kind of just look look online and laugh at it like because I'm with my family so I'm just looking at it and I'm laughing and I'm like oh this is nothing but then that that stuff starts to creep on you it definitely starts to affect you once you see it and hear it and over and over again and I feel like it is that thing of like you can get a 20 amazing comments and that one bad comment will literally stick in your head and I don't know why that happens but yeah mine definitely does affect me it's it's, it's hard it is hard I mean Last year when I went to Scotland, that was probably the worst I've ever had it Um, because I put on quite a lot of weight last year and that was definitely the hardest year for me. Like, it's weird. Like, and I guess people would be like to me, my family members would be like, oh, just switch off. Just like come offline if it's too much. But you can't when that's your work. That's 
that's like telling someone that has like an mm. office job mm-hmm. that if you're if you don't like the way where you work just stop like you can't just instantly stop like when that's your well-being it takes time if you do want to stop or you you kind of have to like train yourself to like be stronger than the hay and that that's that can take time sometimes for sure so how do you do that though so how do you I feel, train yourself yeah because and i'm really struck that so much oh, of it is appearance sure. based actually a lot of the teens were talking about that the trolling for is sure. about how you look isn't it and saying you know you look mm. wrong or you look disgusting and then they end up with a lot of you know, yeah. um, feeling bad about how they look. So how do you how do you navigate kind of, through that space? Uh, you know, <laughs> Teflon coat yourself, yeah, so that it I just falls like, off you. How do you do? It's that? hard. Like it's definitely hard. It's like it's even like I could be speaking to you this week and, and feel amazing, and then like in two weeks' time, like I could see something and it gets me down a little bit again. Do you know what I mean? Like it it is hard. But how I would say pick yourself up is literally yeah. like. One, I would say, because even from being with the teens in Scotland, all of them were so individual and so different and their differences is what is what made them them. But for, when you're on social media, you see this yeah. one image or this one person, like how you're supposed to look and what gets the most likes. And you got, you kind of almost start to think that you should look like that. So kind of train yourself to be like, no, 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 no. That's that person. Like, this is me. And, and I'm, I'm okay how I am. Like, do you know what I mean? You kind of have to like constantly reassure reassure yourself that how you are you are fine just as you are as you are I mean you saw the teams like every every single one of them were so different and so incredibly amazing and even Kevin's story when he spoke about um, body image with Jack and just seeing how even from a boy's point of view like how boys can and girls can be fixated on like this one image on what they're supposed to look like you kind of have to remove those images from your head and tell yourself you're okay how you are I'm also not opposed to like if there's something about yourself that you, you don't like, like, and you can work on that's not, like, a dramatic thing, like, in terms of, like, then then go for that, then do that as well. But don't feel like you have to change or change anything about your, your physical appearance based on someone else or comments online. Do you know what I mean? It's basically a, a working reassurance thing that you have to yeah. do to yourself, for sure. So, Amy, do you think, is that what you do? I mean, are you just, have you grown a tougher skin in the last couple of years or, or are you still um, sensitive but learn how to hide it? Yeah, I think a bit of both, really. Like, you do become desensitised stuff. But, for example, I am utterly ridiculous in the fact that, so musicals are, like, my massive passion, like musical theatre. Um, I think that's why <laughs> I love Tyler as well, because he's the same as me. And <laughs> someone can call me ugly, someone can call me fat, mm-hmm. and I'll be, like, brush it off someone tweeted it still baffles me how amy hart has become such a part of the uk theatre industry i'm like who are they where do they live what do they do i want to get them sacked now um because i'm like that is unforgivable so yes i think it just it depends what's going on in your life as well like i say so like friday i had a bit of a stressful afternoon so then when i got to tgi's like and people were taking photos of me i had a bit of a breakdown Saturday, I was fine, and I could see people taking sneaky photos of me in the restaurant, and I was fine on Saturday because nothing else is capacity bucket, isn't it? Yeah, we used to talk about it yeah. at the BA a lot. Your capacity bucket, each like, little drop that goes in, it's one tiny little drop that overflows your bucket, and that can be anything. I guess that's why a digital detox can work quite well, actually, because it can mm-hmm. you know, give you the break so you can yeah. empty the bucket. You, know, you can yeah. come back feeling that you've got more ability to cope with it. I, I was interested in this, people commenting on your feed, Amy. Do you, I mean, these two sisters that were, you know, chatting away to themselves on your feed, do you then yeah, comment to them do? or do you just ignore it? I 
Mm. I screenshotted it and put it on my story. Wow. <laughs> Which they would have seen. Them. Yeah. <laughs> and um, tagged them. And, Brilliant. And tagged them. And then I said, like, and they both blocked me. And then a couple of their friends messaged me, like, have you really got nothing better to do than to call out children on your story? And I was like, no, if you're going to say it, like, you didn't even message to me privately. Like, you've commented publicly. So if you're happy to comment publicly, then you're happy for it to be shared. I used to do yeah. that as well. I used to like negative comments sometimes. Um, and then, so they could see it. And then this is what used to always happen. Like, they'll jump in my DMs and be like, I'm so sorry, Mimi. I didn't mean it. Blah, blah, blah. I just wanted it. And I'm like, what? Yeah. How does that make sense? I, I don't know. Sometimes I do think it is just just for attention. Like, it's really weird. It's a really weird space. <laughs> and also you get um people who because well, obviously like when you first come out of Love Island you get like every time you refresh your DMs it's a whole new set because you just get them all the time yeah. so you miss a lot and you'll get like a nasty message from someone and then you'll go on like you'll click on it like when you can when you've got time to see it if you scroll up yeah. you'll see there'll be a couple yeah. of messages where they're like love you oh my god I love you love yeah. you and then if you haven't replied they're like I hate you <laughs> and then if you're like so why do you hate me now then oh I'm really sorry I didn't mean it like that <laughs> well, it sounds a bit like dating doesn't it but... <laughs> yeah, I have one girl she started messaging me again actually but with a different name she changed the name on her profile she's only allegedly like 14 so I think it's I think it's someone different but she I did a live like last August um, while I was having my makeup done and she was sending me really nasty comments I was ignoring them ignoring them ignoring them and then I started reading them out and then she sent me a message that afternoon being like, everyone's sending me really horrible messages because of you. And I was like, right. And she's like, all these people I don't even know are being nasty to me. And I was like, do you not understand the irony of the situation? Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's because you were nasty to me. So then I put a message out being like, look, guys, can you like just not do this to Lily or whatever? And then she messaged back later being like, I just need advice on how to deal with it. And I was a bit like, I'm actually at work right now for an event. <laughs> I was like, look, in future, learn like not to do that. So I've learned that you don't care about anyone else. Anyway, she's like, starting to send me like random messages again, but I won't block them because I'm not giving you the satisfaction. Mm. And also, just make a new account. It does sound like a lot of attention seeking, doesn't it? Wanting mm-hmm. to get your attention. <laughs> let's talk about some of the positives yeah Let, let's let's talk about the positives because both of you have got huge platforms you know the ability to you know talk about things that are important the ability to influence people amy i've been really intrigued by how you've been using your platform recently with talking about what's happening with ba cabin crew talking about what's happening with the theater industry which you've already said you're, you're kind of very connected with Tell me about how you feel you can use your platform for good. I just think that I'm really lucky to have a voice that has this many followers and stuff. And I just think, like, what's the point if you don't support things that you love and enjoy and affect your friends? And, like, when it comes to, so like, for example, whenever I go to, like, it sounds like I'm going off topic, but it's not. When I go to events and stuff, I get invited on free holidays or, you know, I get invited on like, nice dinners and stuff. I'll always take my friends and they, they say like, oh, I feel really bad. I, I like, I'd come with you even if we had to pay. And I say, mm-hmm. I did this for all of us. 
like I did it so we can all have this lovely time. So mm. on the flip side, like I've done what I've done. I've gone on Love Island and I've now got this platform. So when my friends are at risk of losing their jobs and, you know, my friends in the theatre industry aren't getting any support from the government, again, I did this for all of us. I'm going to use my platform to sort of support them and try and get, like, the word out there, make mm. people realise what's going on. I think it's really interesting, actually, that actually relatively few celebrities have done what you've done, particularly around something people... like like round BA and everyone losing their jobs on that I mean yeah I was a little bit scared I was gonna like get banned from BA across about 10 years someone else did but um so far haven't been but yeah so like I think I understand and like there are some things I don't comment on because I think I've learned that they're actually nothing to do with me and as much as like using your voice is good as well like there are some things I shouldn't get involved in because they aren't like it's not my place to do so but for example with the self-employed S-E-I-S-S thing. I wrote an article for The Guardian because I'd spoken to so many of my friends who would earn just over the 50 grand and had finished their contracts like this time last year. So they'd obviously lived on whatever was left of that, but they were all going, starting new jobs in June or whatever. And then the jobs have gone and then they don't get any money from the government. So it's just like using your platform for good, really. Because we always say about using my powers for evil when, like, we want to jump the queue somewhere and stuff, or, we want, or, or everything, or a restaurant we really want to go to, everything's booked. So they're like, right, Amy, can you mess them on Instagram and use your powers for evil? So you've got to use your powers for good sometimes. What about you, Mimi? What, what kind of do you think, like to um, use your platform for? I feel like there's, for? like, I always say this, there's like two types of influencers where um, everyone just does things really differently, where someone can be like, their page is all about pushing the thing publicly or pushing this one agenda so openly you know exactly what you're going for their page they're going going to their page for and you know what you're going to get from it and then there's another influencer who's just kind of like living through life and hoping that people kind of like feel inspired by that I would say that I'm more like the second one where it's not like I push this one main agenda I feel like young black girls seeing me I'm from southeast London where I'm from there's not a lot of people who did things that were like amazing to see if that if that makes any sense like of course there's a few but like I kind of wanted to be like that person that younger girls could see like for me when I go pick up my little sister from school when I used to pick her up from school and like her little friend seeing me and being like oh my god like Mimi like I love that you do this or I love that you do that and this I saw I was walking on the road and this this black girl came up to me this little girl and she was like oh you have pink hair just just little things like that like I do you know what I mean and I that that honestly was one of the moments that warmed my heart the most because yeah. it's like I feel like just just showing people that there's different facts of blacks seeing different types of people represented is the the big thing that i really want to like push on my platform if that makes sense i absolutely, absolutely love <laughs> your you. pink hair mimi you're, <laughs> you're inspiring me because i have wanted for years to have pink hair and i and oh i keep thinking God. shall i do it should i like I, I <laughs> i've had black hair, hair i had black hair my oh, whole life like, i was literally that person that I was literally the, the opposite of me. I was a person who just wanted to blend in, fit in, no one noticed me. And then one day I went green and I just never looked back. I've just been doing colour since, yeah. <laughs> so right at the end of the podcast, I suppose I want to ask you, would you recommend that people try doing what you've just done with this group of teens? Would you say, or, or do you, I mean, because we can't all go up to Scotland for a week, can we, and live in the woods? <laughs> And climb up a mountain, you know. Is it realistic that we can do this, that we can try it? Is it something you both think 
everyone should mm-hmm. be trying you know maybe not a week off but you know a day off screen a thousand percent and it doesn't even have to be like definitely mm. in stages that's that's what i tell people it doesn't have to be as dramatic as you know going to scotland and living and camping in the woods with no phone for a whole week it doesn't even have to it could be little things like tips that i always say like turn off your notifications or like go to bed without your phone by your side because that, that, in fact, that was the biggest thing for me, like sleeping in a tent and just being left with my own thoughts and allowing my mind to like recuperate and just get ready for the next day. Just not sleeping with your phone in your mm. room, turning off your notifications. Small steps can definitely make such a big difference. That's what I would say. Well, one of the girls, I can't remember, who's, who was the girl who's the gamer? Yeah. She said she sometimes only got two hours sleep Crazy. a night, yeah. two or three hours mm-hmm. sleep, didn't she? I was really struck by that for when sure, she was saying how much sure. better she slept. I feel like slept. it's definitely a thing that like people can try. Like it doesn't have to be massive changes but small small sure but steady changes can make such a big difference because it definitely did and amy what about you do you think it's something that people should be doing more of yeah so i mean i know stacy solomon she does uh phone in a draw days so she'll put yes. on her instagram sorry yeah. it's a phone in a draw day so i'll see you all tomorrow and yeah i i always say about like the, you know mm. plug your phone in away from your bed so that when you get in to bed you're not yeah. tempted when you can't sleep to keep checking your phone yeah, put it the other side of the room. And, that's a and really stuff like when tip. you go on, when I get the train up to London, it's an hour and 25 minutes. So I've started like trying to read on the train so I'm not just scrolling for an hour and a half. Mm. So I've got three questions right at the end that I ask everybody, but I've got two of you. So I'm going to ask, and then whoever wants to answer the question, jump in. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Let's hope we don't get silence while you're waiting for the other one. So the first question is, what is the one thing you'd like to say to everyone who's listening to this podcast who is thinking about their tech habits or their relationship with their phone? If there was just one message, what would it be? Yeah, live in the moment. If you have that as like your sort of mantra when it comes to your tech, and I know how hard it is because I'm very bad at it, but imagine if we weren't so invested in what other people were doing on their Instagram stories. We'd probably appreciate what we were doing more, especially at times like Christmas. I hate social media at Christmas because yeah. you're having a nice time with your family, but then you're like, oh, wow, look at what these people are doing. And what about, uh, maybe I'm going to ask you the second one then. Have you got a specific tip about getting a good balance around digital? You've talked about turning your notifications off, which is Ooh. fantastic. Is there anything else you do? Do you have the no. phone always by your bed? <laughs> I literally like, like when I, especially room. when I came back. Like I'm not as I'm not as good at doing it now, but when I came back, I literally had to, I'd turn my phone off and put it in my front room, like when I would go to bed, so that in the morning, even my mornings and my night were dedicated to just me and my mind. Like literally, it was like not even having it in my bedroom. Mm. So and I had to I even brought an alarm. I brought an alarm clock, so I didn't have the excuse. Yep, so I didn't have the excuse Did of you? oh no, Fantastic. but I needed to wake me up. Like I literally <laughs> brought an alarm. So having the phone far away from you in, when you're waking up and when you're about to go to bed, and also just looking at your screen time and making setting yourself little challenges. Like right, I've had five hours of screen time on social media this week. Can I can I cut it cut it next week do you know what I mean like actually make use because everyone has it on their phone so make yeah. use of your screen time and set yourself weekly challenges okay so the very last question I'm actually going to ask both of you to answer this what do you think you've learned about yourself from your relationship with social media the digital world what have you learned about the type um, of person you are or who you are that's a good question 
Who's going to take this one? I've learned that I'm like a dog with a bone. Because if, <laughs> if someone if someone starts slagging me off, I will not stop until I've won oh, the argument gosh. on like DMs and stuff. <laughs> so I'm a very, a very determined. That's it. I feel like I'm a very determined person, yeah. and I see things through to the end. And that's and that can be really good as well when you think about how you're using that platform. That's true. To, you know, that's raise true. awareness of yeah. some of the things you want to, Amy. That's the strength, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. We'll go with that. We'll go with I'm, that. <laughs> Mimi, what I'm about you? About what do you think you've learned about social yourself? Social media that um, it's, it's, it's okay to, to, to take a little bit of a break because I feel like before I would be like, oh, laugh off all the trolls and be like, oh, no, it doesn't affect me. And I'm like, now I'm like, no, Mimi, you're a human being. Like, this stuff can affect you. So it's okay that... It like it does hurt, but put it down and move on the moments wherever you can. Do you know what I mean? Like don't don't sit in this bubble of oh I don't get affected by people online because we're human beings. Like we all have feelings. So just learn how to like take it in, but then drop it out when when you whenever you can. That's definitely what I've learned about myself. I love that. as well. I think yes. when people say you know oh don't reply to them because they know you they've got to you. But I've learned that if you if you don't say now that's wrong, they're like, okay, well that Carry hasn't on. upset them. Let's ramp it up a gear and go yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. People are really yeah. split about that replying or not mm, replying. Yeah. I think I've done both. I've replied sometimes. I think you have to know that you have to kind of get a sense of whether mm. actually this is someone who will stop if you get back to them, or you know, as you said, Amy, you've got used to people that appear again under different account names. Yeah, and you know that you know the people to avoid probably. Yeah. But some people you do need to reply to. Thank you so much, both of you, for being on the podcast. I want to tell everybody to go and look at the show on iPlayer. Digital Detox Teens with Mimi Misford. Absolutely brilliant. Five episodes. Um, And as I said at the beginning, I binge watched all of them together, which I wasn't (laughs) expecting to do. I thought, oh, I'll watch one and then I'll, you know, watch one. But actually it was, I really loved it. I thought it was a really great show. So how can everyone find you, as if they didn't already know, on social media? Mimi, what are your so, handles? That at you Mimi Misfit, Mimi, M-I-M-I underscore Misfit, M-I-S-S-F-I-T on Instagram and YouTube. Lovely. And Amy? Amy Hart XO on Instagram and then Amy Hart 1707 on Twitter. Oh, fantastic. Thanks for having me. Thank you on. so much, both of you. It's been brilliant. I've really loved talking to you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of It's Complicated. If you haven't already, please do subscribe, rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. It helps other people find us and it means you get a helpful little notification when a new episode becomes available. For more about getting a healthy balance with tech, you can follow me, Tanya Goodin, or Time to Log Off on Instagram and Twitter. And both my books, Off and Stop Staring at Screens, are available on Amazon and at all good bookshops. Finally, for more information about this and other episodes in the podcast series, visit itstimetologoff.com. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.